Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story number one. Where is the Anti-Monitor? Why do you need him? Written by Admiral Marsupial 3. Those of us who know of, can see, or travel to other parts of the multiverse know three things to be true. Number one. Fuck is the most versatile word ever created in any universe, ever. Number two, no matter what universe they are in, humans are fecking insane. Number three, the non-human inhabitants of universe 976KDD94 are the most sympathized with poor unlucky frickers in the entire multiverse. Point three was directly related to point two. Humans are the most insane species in almost every universe they inhabit, and in a few that they don't. That is, more due to some event making the humans more reserved rather than the craziness of the more insane race. These universes are collectively known as Lucky Feckers. In most of them, the humans lack self-preservation or acceptance of the limits of the laws of physics can make things... Um, interesting. Across the multiverse, they've come up with every possible perversion of nature, every slap in the face of God, and every way of saying feck you to people that say you can't do that. In universe 37 GMY875, they were the first in all the multiverse to actually go faster than the speed of light, not warping space, not using wormholes, hyperspace, substance, or any other sort of space. They actually broke the light barrier. They then used the technology to make projectiles that they could fire at their enemies. It ended about as well as you probably guessed. In universe 9865GD42, they solved subatomic reconstruction a technology that could usher in a post-scarcity society for everyone and turn the universe into a paradise. The first thing they did was make 100 plus meter tall atomic lizards. In universe 13738ET44, the otherwise known as the stickiest universe, Rule 34 became the dominant art form of the galaxy. If you are one of the lucky, unlucky, freaking perverted bastards who are legally allowed to view this universe, we recommend thoroughly sterilizing your viewer before use. In universe 48368TSU5, the humans developed the psychic ability where their thoughts were projected to everyone around them. This was known as the universe where everyone cried themselves to sleep. This sort of story was repeated across billions of universes. If you didn't want humans to do something, you didn't tell them it was dangerous. You didn't tell them that it was inefficient. You definitely didn't tell them that they could do it. In fact, in many of the smarter universes, 
These three rules were in a literal handbook of how to get humans to do something. No, you tried to convince them that it was actually really boring and hoped, against all hope, that they didn't work out that you were full of shit. And there was poor Universe 976 KDD 94. In this universe, the humans did it all. Atomic lizards, an entire Rule 34 galaxy with atomic lizards doing things that are best avoided if you don't want to be compelled to pour strong acid into your eyes. Weapons that would be intergalactic crimes anywhere else. They somehow managed to make the color red actually make things go faster, as well as an almost infinite amount of other fecking insane bollocks that resulted in the universe renaming the laws of physics to those bullcrap suggestions that don't apply to those fecking crazy space lemurs for some reason. They actually did that. There was a ceremony for the renaming and everything. Most of the humans watched the ceremony with a tear in their eye and pride in their hearts. Now, of course, because the universe is a cruel fecking bitch that hates us all, they discovered that they weren't the only universe and how to cross over. Universe 1 GHYF408 was the first to be visited. Unfortunately, they didn't have humans and were actually thrilled to meet the new exciting friends. After the initial meeting and exchanging of history and culture, they took one for the team, promptly decided that death was preferable to opening further relations, and destroyed their own universe, and destroyed their own universe by triggering a second Big Bang. But not before creating billions of falsified scientific documents and test results to convince the humans that there were only two universes. They were recognized as heroes to the rest of us, apart from Hakafatel from the Wushitain race. He was known officially throughout the multiverse as the dumbest fecking moron to ever exist, and the fecker who probably doomed us all. In all the billions of scientific documents that had been given to the humans to convince them of the two-universe theory, was a summary of one experiment written by Hackerfatal that contained the line, You can't find other universes, it's dangerous to try, and would just consume resources needlessly. They had a working prototype to find the rest of us within six months of reading this report. Luckily, I saw the report before anyone else and immediately bought shares in therapy providers, hazmat suit makers, and manufacturers of lubricant and cleaning wipes. If you must watch the fiery, sperm-filled collapse of your culture and civilization, you may as well do it from the expensive comfy chair in a luxurious mansion, watching it all on a TV the size of the moon. End of story. Story number two. Not a word they'd know. Written by Lords of Duke. The Terran homeworld is, uh, in short, a problematic environment. Beyond the classification as a death world in no fewer than six different grading systems and on the unified galactic sapiency guidelines itself, the place is awful. 
The inhabitants, by their own admission and shared historical records, have experienced a grand total of 11 days without an incident involving groups of more than 50 opposed by a group of equal size. And that is since their ability to keep records began. This places them in the lowest tier of known species as far as global peace schedules persist, beneath every single warmongering race and culture, without exemption. This alone should be an informed point of interest for the following doctrine changes to the galactic policy regarding the expansion efforts beyond the solar reach. Namely, in maintaining the border, revising all contact to conflict encounter diagrams, and embracing the idea that their culture and way of life are not toxins, as originally described by the first contact group listed for their homeworld. They are the singular definition of terror itself. Their young are born into a crucible state, with even the most modern medical sciences engineered in preserving life only allowing a scant 99.87% of the childbearing genders to survive the incident. Again, raising them in the lowest tier listed, this time for survivability of infants through gestational processing, and once more, for all known comparable species. Their youth are encouraged to take part in war simulations, ranging from comparatively benign physical excursions, which routinely cripple, maim, or psychologically scar them for life, under the guise of developing excellence in applied endeavors, or simply for bragging rights of dominance against separate unities of education and social groupings. Their adult years compound this through financial and emotional warfare, thinly disguised under the aegis of developing business acumen and standing on a social level with competitive wage earnings and or acquisition of material in excess of need and reliable predictive notions of justification. Zero parts of their species' endeavor into space have failed to produce corpses, often in large amounts further compounding this issue of their declared interest in retaining life and livelihood for all of their species. Despite mounting evidence that safety guidelines could safely and sanely see their culture spread, they continuously opted into the mindset of speed over efficiency and safety. Indeed, this insanity continues to this day. Indirect application of the species' endeavors into the galactic workforce they have an unmatched work ethic. Credit where it is due. They do not experience fatigue at the same rates as the lower 96 percentile of the working class cultures. Nor do they require rest, rehabilitation, or recuperation periods outside of the 97th percentile range. It is not uncommon for them to exceed even their own expectations based on immediate need as opposed to planned progression. See also speed, or efficiency, and safety. Then comes the question of the Terrans in the battle space. We do not currently have a scale which could accurately assess the sheer damage that even one of them could provide into any given conflict with neither preparation nor material available. Time and time again, the introduction of Terrans as a third parties into battle space has caused collapses on both sides of the conflict, with one side often losing too much and the other side unable to continue to hold territory 
or materials seized by the Terrans themselves. They leapfrogged from zone to zone with such efficiency and elegance as to defy any culture to support it for very long, if at all. Except, of course, for the Terrans themselves. They have a knack for obtaining an advantage, even if it requires inventing it themselves, then supporting their positions through superior logistics and supply capabilities, which dovetails into their history as the premier species for war itself. In short, my strongest recommendation is to remove Terrans from all areas which are considered safe and secure followed by bolstering at-risk or even fully discarded space and staffing them with strictly Terran workforce and all soldiery. Even a depopulated death world in the same gradient as their own has been found to be repopulated within as short a period as 20 unified solar cycles, often with 6 to 10 times the number of Terran settlers. So long as a frontier exists, the galaxy is safe from their potential harm as they could not force their attentions, positive and negative, inward to the core worlds. They must be kept at the furthest and perpetual edge, and all that we can hope for is that the idea of the universe is infinite. If it is not, neither will we be. Glory to the Empire! Histiographer Aj Ila, Terransol Prime Monitoring Substation 4 End of story and that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.